All right, welcome in everybody. It is week eight. We are back here on Patriots Press Pass with another edition of our Odds Are uh, betting preview for the NFL slate. Uh, if you go to oddsr.com slash press pass, you can get a 30-day free trial of Odds Are. And uh, I say it every week, but basically what it is, it's what me and Taylor are doing every week here. Uh, but they give you some really good uh, numbers advice. So it's like an AI machine. And they'll tell you what to bet, what not to bet. They'll give you all the insight um, as far as the analytics and numbers go. So go to oddsr.com slash press pass uh, for a 30-day free trial of that. Uh, what me, Mike Cadlick, and he, Taylor Kyles, are going to do right now is run through the NFL games of the week. Uh, talk about what is going down across the league on Sunday into Monday. And uh, talk about the betting lines and see what we think. So we are going to start, as we always do, Taylor, with the New England Patriots heading down to Miami to take on the uh, five and two Miami Dolphins. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Dolphins are minus nine and a half point favorites, according to FanDuel. Uh, The total is 46 and a half. Um, And the Patriots obviously coming off a really big win last weekend against the Buffalo Bills. Um, 29-25, they finally seem to put it together. Mm -hmm. Um, I've talked about it all week that it really felt like it was um, the change at tackle with Mike Onwenu that sort of you know turned everything into uh turned everything on on offense that really you know kind of spring-loaded everything on that front defense defense played well as well containing josh allen uh but now we move forward that was then this is now uh the dolphins coming off a 17 or a 14 point loss uh to the eagles uh last weekend so they're sort of in a in a bounce back spot here. So not only looking at the nine and a half number, but um, in general, what do you make of this contest? Uh, can the Patriots win another one and uh, keep the momentum going? Well, apparently Jalen Ramsey might make his debut yeah. this Sunday. Xavier Howard's expected to play. Nick Needham might get activated as well from injured reserve. Um, so I think that's their top group. Cater Coe has been playing pretty well, but I think they like Nick Needham as the top slot. If that's the case, that's a very very tough challenge for this Patriots team. Javon Holland may or may not play. I think he's in concussion protocol. Yeah, he's um, in protocol. Yeah, so he may or may not be available. But he, if, if he is, that's a very scary secondary. We saw what their defensive front could do. Uh, the Patriots had some success running on them last time. Very inconsistent. Obviously, their offensive line was in a much worse position than even Trent Brown wasn't right. playing. So I think that they could be competitive. And I do like that they're building, like you said, the offensive line being different is huge. I also think they're starting to feed Kendrick Bourne and DeMar, DeMario Douglas more, which is obviously yep. opening up the pass game. More Farrell Brown, though. More Farrell Brown, please and thank you. I'm having fun watching him. So I find that so funny <laughs> that that all of a sudden, and I, I'm with you, but like we talk about this two tight end set of Henry and Gesicki, and now everyone's just clamoring for more Farrell Brown because it works. I remember when we were like in the media workroom, and I was looking up the Farrell Brown clips when he got uh, when he signed with yeah. the team, and I was like, this guy's like pretty big. He's kind of tough after the catch. I did not expect this though, to be totally fair. Um, right. So offensively for the Patriots, I think it's going to be really tough. Um, I like the positive momentum, but this is one of the better defensive units in terms of talent and coaching that they're going to see. And then on offense, obviously the Dolphins are the Dolphins. Tyrese probably going to play where he Mostert was back at practice. Alec Ingold was back at practice. Jalen Waddle, I think, is battling a back injury, but you know, Jalen Waddle at even 80%, 70%. It's pretty, pretty damn fast. So right. uh, it's a, this is a really tough one, man. I think that the Patriots are going to lose. It's Miami, House of Horrors. Like, I don't think it's ever fair to assume they're going to win in Miami. So I'm going to give them the L in this game, unfortunately. 
I do think they're going to be competitive, though. I'd like to see them build on the confidence that they maybe picked up last week. The vibes in the locker room seem a little bit better. You know, now they've got something to uh, carry over. So, yeah, I'm going to say that this is a close-ish game. I think both teams have a chance to, you know, hit 20 points. Um, okay. But, yeah, Patriots take the L in this one for my prediction. So, Patriots take the L. Yeah. Uh, Dolphins minus 9.5. Do the Patriots cover 9.5? Yes. All That's right, going to be like my bold prediction. I, yes, I think they cover. Yeah, I I think so too. I think uh, when you look at sort of the outlook of this game uh, as a whole, I would say 24 hours ago, we would have said that Patriots have a real chance to make something happen because we didn't know about Ramsey. We didn't know about Tyreek yeah. Hill. Tyreek Hill hadn't practiced with a hit. Tua even said himself, like, we'll get him back at some point. So that felt like a little foreshadowing, but he was back. He said he's ready to go. It sounds like Ramsey's probably going to be out there too. So all of a sudden it becomes a game again. But I think if you look at what the Patriots did last week against the Bills, that's sort of the recipe that, at least before the season, when I was predicting that this team could win 10, 11 games, what we saw on Sunday against the Bills is kind of what I expected every single week. Like, you know, piece together some offense. It doesn't look like the high-flying power Chiefs, but you go down there and you can score 29 points uh, here and there and make something happen there. And then the defense uh, does their thing as well. So if they can keep that going – I do think they have a chance against the Dolphins, just like they had a chance to beat them in week two. Mm. Um, I also think the Dolphins probably end up squeaking it out because yeah. they're getting healthy and they sort of had their had their full arsenal. Plus, they're coming off a loss, so they're going to want to obviously go get away. And it kind of feels like when the Patriots had Dallas um, after their Cardinals lost. Mm. So uh, I'm with you. I'm going to take uh, Dolphins win, Patriots cover nine and a half, and I like the over 46 and a half too. I think both teams have a groove on offense, and even though the defenses are good, I think the offenses outweigh the defenses in this one. Mm. So um, let's keep it in the AFC East. Um, We have a battle at the Meadowlands with the New York Giants taking on the New York Jets. Um, I do believe that technically the Giants are the home team. Uh, so it's going to be ripped up in blue. Uh, the whole place is going to look like a giant stadium, even though the Jets are playing in the Meadowlands as well. Uh, Jets, I guess if you want to call it, uh, are road, quote-unquote, favorites because the Jets are minus three. Yeah, exactly. Jets minus three, uh, according to FanDuel, and the total is 36 and a half. Um, just looking at sort of the big injury news in this one uh, is Giants quarterback Daniel Jones, who hasn't played the last two weeks with a neck injury. He was limited in practice yesterday. Um, Ian Rappaport reported that uh, he is still limited. He hasn't been fully cleared. And so today, Friday, is going to be um, big in determining his availability. But Tyrod Taylor's played well. Yeah. Um, older veteran comes in and sort of has taken over the reins. And one last week, they played the Bills tight the week before. Uh, and then you look at the Jets coming off a two-game win streak into the bye, sort of have a groove with Zach Wilson. So uh, Jets minus three, totals 36.5 at FanDuel. Uh, Taylor Kyles, what do you think of this one? I think that uh, Tyrod is about to run into a really tough defense that isn't going to make it so yeah. easy on him. Uh, I love Tyrod. I so desperately want to pick him. But also, like we talked about, I'm coming around on Zach Wilson a little bit. Um, yeah. And I just think the Jets are a much more talented team. Uh, no offense to the Giants, but like the Jets have one of the most loaded rosters. Like That's why the Aaron Rodgers hype was so high because right. it's like, oh, they finally have the one piece because they've got everything else everywhere else. Um, so, yeah, I think the Jets this, win this one pretty convincing fashion. Um, yeah. yeah, this is one of those where I'm not really going to overthink it. I just think they have a more talented team. They fight really hard. And the Giants, they had the win last week, but they've been kind of inconsistent. And I think that they may come mm-hmm. back down to reality in this one. 
I, I think so too. I think that's the way I'm reading this one. You talk about that Jets, just a loaded, loaded team mm-hmm. offensively and defensively. And that's why they're three and three without Aaron Rodgers, with Zach Wilson, and on an upward trajectory because we've seen the the bads of Zach Wilson. And even this season, he hasn't been like a world beater, but the fact that he's putting it together makes this team that much better mm. and is the reason that they're on a two-game win streak, um, potentially heading into a third, which I think they will get. Um, I look at the Jets with with Garrett Wilson, with Brees Hall on offense. like Those dudes are monsters, and it, me and you could stand back there and get them the football, and they'd probably shine. So... Uh, I like the I Jets. I think. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and I think, look, I look at this Giants team, and I mean, you're right. Tyrod's playing well. Even if Daniel Jones is back there, he's he sort of gives them a chance. Like, he's fine. But they they feel like they're coming back down to earth, like you said, just like the last two weeks. So I'm going to go with the Jets minus three. A low total of 36 and a half. Um, I'm going to go under. Mm. I think the Jets defense gets all over the Giants and – um, even if the Jets do win, maybe they only score like 17 or 20 points. So I uh, like the Jets minus three. I like the total of under 36 and a half. And you can go over to FanDuel and bet on all of those. Nice. So let's listen to our friends at FanDuel right now. Put an action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com Boston and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. And that is FanDuel. Head over to FanDuel.com slash Boston, and uh, you can get some bonus bets. Uh, get your hands on some bonus bets, FanDuel.com slash Boston. You can also use Oddsar and uh, use their advice to go over to FanDuel and bet on all these games. Like the next one we're going to talk about, which is the Cincinnati Bengals heading to San Francisco to take on the 49ers. 49ers, four and a half point favorites, according to FanDuel. Mm-hmm. Uh, the total sits at 45 and a half. Um, the 49ers, uh, coming off two straight losses, coming off two games where Brock Purdy hasn't looked great and coming into this one with Brock Purdy in concussion protocol. Um, if Brock Purdy doesn't go, they will go to Sam Darnold to play quarterback this week. Darnold, the guy who, um, obviously a bust in New York. We all know the story looked okay in Carolina for a little while. Um, feels like a prototypical plug and play. Kyle Shanahan guy though like I look Mm. at this and I think even if they have to go with Darnold they'll probably be okay but you got the Bengals who despite not having the best record so far they're a team that they they sort of seem to start slow they did it last year um and they've done it this year as well and then once they hit their groove they'll probably be just fine Joe Barr continues to get healthier um obviously have Jamar Chase T Higgins in a pretty good defense run by Lou Anarumo so Taylor um in San Francisco with Brock Purdy potentially out. We've talked about the concussion protocol a bunch on mm. this show the whole season, really, that it's hard to come back the next week and play. So yeah. um, when I look at these numbers, I look at the game, I'm assuming Sam Darnold's going to play. So Joe Barrow versus Darnold, 49ers favorites with Sam Darnold, minus four and a half at home. Uh, who do you think wins this one? I'd like Sam Darnold if 
I knew for a fact that Trent Williams and Debo were going to play, but they yeah. neither one's participated the past two days. That makes it really tough. Now, both guys are really tough football players. So especially with their level of experience, I think that, you know, they're in positions where they don't necessarily have to practice during the week to play, especially Trent Williams, like mm-hmm. one of the best left tackles in history. You could kind of just give him some rest and let him do his thing. But like you said, the Bengals might be finding their groove. Um, so this is, you know, when you guys watch this, you'll know whether or not, um, you know, whatever you watch this, uh, when the injury reports come out, if right. Trent Williams and Debo are going to play. If they play, then I think the 49ers are going to win this one. If they don't play, then I think the Bengals are going to be able to edge it out. I like it. Um, add a caveat. Don't place your bets yet. Wait until the injury reports come out. Yes. Maybe even wait until inactives. Um, it's funny. There is this uh, this overarching comparison always uh, now all of a sudden between Mac Jones and Brock Purdy, right? Dan Orlovsky's mm-hmm. talked about it. I think, you know, it, it's on Twitter. People talk about it and compare the two and say that if Mac was in San Fran, he'd be great and vice versa. All of a sudden, Trent Williams, Debo Samuel out, Brock Purdy bad. It's almost like you need an offensive line and you need some weapons yeah. to succeed. Uh, and that's what we were looking at at Mac Jones all season long. So um, I'm with you. I think that's going to be a huge factor. Um, but I still like the Bengals. I like the Bengals on this one. I think 49ers are down coming off two straight losses. Uh, Joe Burrow getting into a groove following a bye week. Uh, get him healthier, and that offense is going to start cooking again. I really think mm-hmm. so. Um, and then that defense, too, like I mentioned, Lou Anarumo, probably one of the best defensive coordinators in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Sneaky could be a head coach candidate soon. Um, mm-hmm. And I just think, again, I, I look at coming off a bye against the Niners on a sort of down streak. I think the Bengals come in. Uh, on the road and win this one. So that's that. Let's stick on the West Coast and go to Chiefs at Broncos. Chiefs in Denver. Not really the West Coast. I guess you know. I guess we're coming back east a little bit. Uh, up in Colorado, uh, the Chiefs are road favorites, seven and a half point favorites uh, according to FanDuel against the Broncos. Total is forty-seven and a half. A little bit of a higher one. Obviously, uh, we've talked about the Broncos plenty on this uh, on this show. Russell Wilson. Playing okay, can't really get in a groove. Sean Payton, that whole team, it seems like they're going to tank. Um, not tank, and I, I don't like to use the word tank in the NFL, but you understand what I'm saying. They're probably mm-hmm. in a in a position to potentially grab a new quarterback despite owing Russell Wilson about a quarter of a billion dollars. Um, anyway, the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, that team's a wagon. I'm just going to say it. I think they're the best team in football. Patrick Holmes is the best quarterback in football. Travis Kelsey, best wide receiver, core, uh, tight end in football. You understand the picture. They're seven and a half point favorites. Feels a little low to me. Um, I think they can go in and uh, beat up on this Denver team, but mm-hmm. that's why we sit here and analyze it, and that's why um, the odds makers usually win unless you use odds are. So seven and a half points, Taylor Kyles. What do you think of this AFC East match or AFC West matchup? Yeah, we have our games we don't overthink, where it's just pretty straightforward. You want analysis? My analysis is the Chiefs are very good on both sides of the ball. Yep. The Broncos are maddeningly inconsistent. Chiefs, Chiefs. I'm it's saying. funny. <laughs> you mentioned the, the defense. Like, everyone everyone talks about that Chiefs offense, and rightfully so, because, you know, Mahomes is a wizard. And, mm. you know, in my opinion, you know, everyone's going to probably yell at me for this, but could be the potential second coming of Brady. Uh, he's that good. Uh, Andy Reid, offensive wizard, yada, yada, yada. That defense is nasty. Like, yes. that Chiefs defense is nasty. You talk about players on all three levels, starting with, you know, Chris Jones up front, but, you know, guys in the in the secondary as well. Like, 
that defense is really good. Um, they can beat up on these Broncos. I don't believe Patrick Mahomes has ever lost to the Broncos. I'm oh, pretty sure he's like 15 and 0 against the Broncos or something Jeez, crazy. Like be that. So, to be yeah. So, um, so let's call it 16 and 0, whatever the numbers is. I agree. I think they win, and I think they win pretty pretty heavily too. I think they can they can win this game by two two scores. So I like Chiefs minus seven and a half, and I also like the total of over 47 and a half because. I think the Chiefs can put up 50. Like that, say, that team. Yeah, I think yeah, the Chiefs can go with that on their own. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So Chiefs find a seven and a half, and let's go over 47 and a half as well. Uh, before we finish off with two primetime games, Sunday night and Monday night football, let's first listen to our friends over at Factor Meals. If you follow season already in swing, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals for jam-packed days. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit can help you fuel up fast with chef-prepared, dietitian-approved, ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. Too busy this fall to cook? Want to make sure you're eating well? With Factor, skip the extra trip to the grocery store and the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up too, while still getting the flavor and nutritional quality you need. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. So all you have to do is heat and enjoy, then get back to crushing your goals. Looking for calorie-conscious options during the busy season? Try the delicious dietitian-approved Calorie Smart Meals with around uh, less than 550 calories per serving. This September, get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. Ready in just two minutes. No prep, no mess. Head to factormeals.com slash presspass50 and use code presspass50 to get 50% off. That's code presspass50 at factormeals.com slash presspass50 to get 50% off. That is presspass50 for 50% off. Go check out those factor meals. Um, they're pretty good. I know Taylor's had them. I've had a couple mm-hmm. myself. Uh, good stuff. Topping the microwave easy does it. So uh, Sunday night football, prime time. These Chicago Bears, uh, potentially led by Tyson Bagent, a Shepard D2 uh, quarterback for the second week in a row, uh, heading to Los Angeles to SoFi Stadium to take on the Chargers who can't get out of their own way. A team that I, I, I've mentioned a lot on this show. I think we've talked about them. We both love Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we both love a lot of the guys on those teams, but they can't get out of their own way. So I think they're sitting at two and two and five right now or something like that. Um, but Chargers are eight and a half point favorites, according to FanDuel, welcoming in the Chicago Bears. The total in that game is 46 and a half um, at FanDuel. I look at um, I look at the Bears winning last week as, you know, pretty fraudulent i guess like i look at the last the last three games that have been sort of like wild in the nfl have been tyson bajant division two shepherd quarterback starting game baker mayfield learning the play the playbook on the plane for the rams on thursday night football and winning mm-hmm. and jeff saturday coming off the couch um coming off the espn set to coach football all three teams won and it was all against Josh McDaniels. So uh, Josh McDaniels and the Raiders, which I find hilarious. And it just tells me that <laughs> maybe there's something about Josh that they, he just sort of panics in those settings. And so I, that's why I look at that Bears game and I think it's a little fraudulent. But nevertheless, coming off a high, taking on those Chargers, eight and a half point dogs in SoFi at LA. 
Um, Taylor, what do you make of this one? These are just two teams that traditionally can't really get out of their own way. I know yeah. the Bears have had a couple of positive streaks this season, but I'm just going to go with the Chargers here. I yeah. if, if Justin Herbert loses to Tyson Badgett, like I, I, <laughs> I might be uh, out on him if that happens. Yeah, if that happens, social media is going to be bad. Like Emmanuel Acho just going to have a oh, field yeah. day. So I'm, I'm going to say the Chargers win just for my own sanity, and also yeah. because they got a lot of talent, and I just don't. Like you said, I feel like that Bears one was super fluky. Like Josh, the way he is against Bill Belichick, where it's like he's coaching a Super Bowl every year, it's mm-hmm. like the opposite, like you said, in uh, other situations. So, yeah, I think that the Bears just ran into a good situation, um, and they're not going to be that lucky this week. Unless, you know, of course, the Chargers can't get out of their own way. So who they knows? Overthink but, it. Yeah, yeah right. so I'm going Chargers. I'm not overthinking it. So I'm going to say the Chargers win this game, but – I think the Bears are going to keep it close. I just, uh, I think, again, I think the Chargers end up squeaking out a win, but eight and a half points is a lot. Um, You talk about the, you know, the Brandon Staley overthinking weird fourth and fourth and short, weird fourth and long, really, uh, decisions every once in a while. Like, can't get out of his own way, overthinks a lot. And so he kind of reminds me of of Josh McDaniels in that regard. So um, better team, I think the Chargers win, but I like the Bears plus eight and a half to keep it close. Um, 46 and a half feels a little high to me. Um, I think I like the under, I don't know if I trust the bears to score that many points, but I also think that they can potentially hold that chargers offense, um, with a few stupid calls, mistakes by Staley and maybe even Kellen Moore. So, uh, bears my, or bears plus eight and a half. And I like the under 46 and a half, uh, one more game here, Taylor Monday night football. Speaking of those Raiders, we have the Las Vegas Raiders heading to Detroit to take on Jared Goff's Lions. Uh, We love the Lions on this show, but the Lions got uh, spanked last week by the Ravens. Mm. Uh, So they're sort of in a a, a downstretch here. But Lions, seven and a half point favorites at home. The total's 45 and a half, according to FanDuel. Um, I'll go first. I love the Lions in a bounce back spot here. I think after what happened... To the Ra- or against the Ravens last week, where they sort of got a reality check, I think, um, I think they bounce back in a big way. I think it's a perfect spot to do so against the Raiders, who just aren't a good football team, aren't coached well, don't play well. Um, so I think I like I like the Lions uh, minus seven and a half at home, and I also like the over forty five and a half. But uh, I want to get your thoughts on it. What do you What do you make of this one? This is another one I'm not going to overthink it. The Ravens are a fantastic team on both sides of the ball. Right. You know, take tough L's. The Lions are going to take out their frustration this weekend. Uh, I think they're going to score a lot of points. I think they're going to win by a healthy margin. Just bet the Lions. Last week, again, it was a good team they played last week. And sometimes you just need a little factory reset. All right. Give me a final score prediction for this one, then. Just curious. 31 to 10. 31-10. Okay. I like it. (laughs) <laughs> Lions offense gets going under Ben Johnson and Jared Goff uh, after losing last week. 31-10 says Taylor Kyles. I agree. I think it's going to be a route. I think I, I I do. I like the Lions against the spread. I think the total goes over too. So that's that for us this week. Uh, thank you all for watching. Make sure you head over to oddsr.com slash press pass for a free trial of odds are you get 30 days free. If you go to oddsr.com slash press pass, you can follow Taylor on Twitter at T 39, read all of his stuff and analysis at clnsmedia.com. You can check me out on Twitter at Mike Catholic as well. Read all my stuff, Patriots coverage at wei.com. Um, and we'll see you next week where week nine, we are already at almost the halfway point 
or over the halfway point now um, of this NFL season. So again, thanks for watching. Oddsar.com slash press pass. And we will see you all next week. The CLNS Media Network is powered by FanDuel. Sign up at FanDuel.com slash Boston and get in on the action with $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. When you place a $5 bet, that's $200 in bonus bets. Win or lose. 